This is First You Hustle, a podcast from the Columbus College of Art and Design meant to help students and budding creative professionals put their expertise to use. Have you ever been in the right place at the right time? You might think you never have. Many of us think we're allergic to luck, but I can almost promise it has happened to you. Might be something small. You know, you caught all the green lights home or you catch the one parking spot available at Trader Joe's. I once discovered one of my favorite albums because I was randomly helping a friend help his friend move. I was walking by, they needed help with a couch, I jumped into the house, an awesome song was playing on iTunes, and I happened to catch the artist's name as I was moving the couch out. Little things like that. This is called happenstance. And as the name would indicate, it happens all the time. Today I'm revisiting a conversation about happenstance what it means for your career, and how it can be used. Really what that means is you have to be intentional and do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't just wait around for... Right, luck's not going to just drive into your driveway and, and knock on your door. It is the je ne sais quoi of the job search, the special ingredient, the independent variable. How it behaves and manifests itself is hard to predict, but knowing how to detect it makes it easy to harvest. Aren't you glad you happened to tune into the show? I'm Jordan Bell. Thanks for joining us. I have tons of examples just like the album discovering one. You know, I never would have known who that artist was had I not happened to be walking by and they happened to need someone to help them move that couch. There are so many times you randomly discover small things on your journey through life. You know, the best tacos I have ever eaten in my life were simply because it was a taco joint closest to the nearest parking spot we found in the Mission District in San Francisco. And there are lots of places to get tacos there. And I've had tacos from multiple places in the Mission District. But the first time I was there was the best time, and it just so happened that we parked really close. When you think about luck in this way, it doesn't seem so lucky. I mean, it was just tacos. It just seems like circumstance. And yes, it is, but that's what happenstance is. It's the benefits of the circumstances you are in. You have control over your circumstances. You do not have control over the benefits. So how do you change the circumstances? Which circumstances are most likely to provide these kinds of benefits? That is what we will be talking about today, and I'm revisiting a conversation I had with an expert on the topic from an old show I did in Maine called What Are You Doing? I'll play some portions from my interview with Jim Peacock in just a few minutes. When we hear tales of happenstance, it is usually relatively mundane things, like mind-blowing tacos, for example. Or it could be love stories. Love stories are also ripe with happenstance, the it-just-so-happened type of story. None better illustrated than this true story retold by actors in Nora Ephron's movie When Harry Met Sally. We were both born in the same hospital. 1921. Seven days apart. In the same hospital. We both grew up one block away from each other. On the Lower East Side. On Delancey Street. My family moved to the Bronx when I was 10. lived on Fordham Road. Hers moved when she was 11. I lived on 183rd Street. For six years, she worked on the 15th floor. I worked for a very prominent neurologist. Where I had a practice on the 14th floor, the very same building. We never met. Never met. Can you imagine that? You know where we met? In an elevator. I was visiting family. In the Ambassador Hotel in Chicago, He was Illinois. on the third floor. I was on the 12th. I rode up nine extra floors just to keep talking to her. Nine extra floors. There are career stories just like this. People get connected to jobs in all sorts of odd ways. And not to shatter your dreams, but Hollywood likes to take advantage of this specifically. 
Most of the time when you see a fresh-faced actor on Jimmy Kimmel's couch talking about how an agent saw them in a diner and just had to put them in a movie, you know, those stories are kind of bogus. But we're not really talking about that type of phenomenon anyway. Happenstance is a little more drawn out than that. It's a little more purposeful. I'm talking about a networking contact that leads you to a freelance job where you discover a new skill that makes you contemplate a whole new career path. That type of happenstance. Too often we sit at home thinking, We need to create an A to Z plan or it will never happen. But if we put ourselves out there, we'd find the rest of the plan actually becomes easier to build and easier to change. In fact, one of our past episodes on First You Hustle titled The Story Snacker Journey has a bit of happenstance included in it. And it is a good case study in how career elements can find their place in a new venture. It's a great listen, so check it out. But to summarize, A creative director finds out that their past skills in writing 60-second radio ads and illustrating children's books can be combined to create a new venture, 60-second illustrated stories that you can follow along with on your phone, designed for parents with small kids that need snack-sized bouts of entertainment. And it took 30 years for those elements to come together. When that path to that specific project started, the internet wasn't even a regular thing that society was using, let alone cell phones or tablets. So something someone did 30 years ago ended up re-manifesting itself into a brand new career venture when the technology finally caught up. Happenstance is about the benefits you get from being in motion. Don't confuse this with the universe manifesting opportunity out of thin air. Every career success story that has a dose of luck or happenstance in it is also masking the fact that a motivated, skilled individual was behind it and able to land the, the position. So keep perfecting your skills to discover new paths. Open up yourself to stumbling upon people, places, or things that you never considered before. Here's my interview with Jim Peacock, and after I'll give you some specific examples of how you can start working the happenstance part of your career development. As mentioned, this is from a past show I used to do called What Are You Doing? It took place in Maine, and we were talking about careers in general. So if you see references to non-creative careers or the state of Maine, that's why. Here's my interview. There's so much to talk about because you really run the full breadth of career development. But I wanted to start with happenstance because, uh, to me, it's the most interesting because we, we can't factor for it. Or maybe my question to you is, can we factor for happenstance in our job search? Uh, yeah. Actually, um, John Crumboltz, who is the, the one of the three people who really developed the happenstance learning theory, really talks about creating luck. And you can create luck. And there's actually other people that have written on that on the topic too. Um, and what it really, what they're really talking about, and I like to call it intentional serendipity. So when I'm working with people, I always use the words intentional serendipity, and that is really what that means is you have to be intentional and do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't just wait around for... Right, luck's not going to just drive into your driveway and, and knock on your door. I have a job for you. Um, uh, but if you get in your car and you drive somewhere mm-hmm. and you meet some new people, then that's when chance can happen. And chance is just part of our lives. I mean, but you can make it happen by stretching yourself. And I think the happenstance is in, for the example of, you know, if you get in your car and you drive somewhere, to not overthink it. You know, to not think I have to go meet this person or that company necessarily, but just to maybe put yourself out there and see what happens. Is that how happenstance happens, or can you can you plan specifically for I, I'll run into this person or I want to run into these types of people? Like, how much control do you actually have over 
you know, what luck comes down the road? You know, for me, I always have my happenstance filter on. I always, I like to talk. I always talk about this with career people and and uh, people I'm working with. Is that it's sort of a filter that you just have on that you just uh, the way you, your perspective. Um, it's your perspective of whatever you're doing. Um, for me, one of the examples is for years I've always had students or people I'm working with do informational interviews. Well, if you're interested in being a physical therapist, you should go talk to a physical therapist. It's not that you're just driving to a destination. You're driving to some place because it's purposeful, because it's intentional. Mm -hmm. But what are you going to discover? What might you discover by accident right. along the way? And you've got to be willing to say, hmm, maybe I ought to check that out. So yeah. it's a different filter. It's almost like taking the blind yourself. Like you're going down a path, but you're also looking for yeah. the forks. Yeah, yeah. So or a path. You know, people again. Yeah. It might not be the. It might not be the fork in the road. It might be the path in the woods. Right. I mean, it, it's literally saying being open to change and being open to opportunity and discovering something truly by accident. Mm -hmm. And we do it every day. It happens all the time. I believe you. But I feel like... But, oh, no. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, when I work with students, I feel like you try to tell them something like that, and they're like, okay, yeah, like, I'll, I'll, I'll end up liking... I'll, I'll find something that I like eventually, and, uh, you know, because everyone has that same story that's been working for a while that, you know, they made this move, or they realized this, and that led them to that, and then eventually they get to the point where they're very happy in their career and they're satisfied. And I just feel like students don't buy that that happens, that there needs to be a more kind of linear, you know, quantitative way that it happens, that it's like you, you know, you do this and then you get your great career, but it, it's not really that way. It, it, every, well, yeah. Everyone kind of, you know, they, they, they're up and they're down and they're up and they're down and then they finally kind of find their place and are, find happiness that way. It's not like something they could have, you know... I think everyone everyone always thinks about if I could go back in time, you know, and, and just go straight to the happy career. I don't think that's possible. You know, I think that you need to go through those those trials of doing this and then doing that. And, and some people might luck out and uh, fall. Their first job is that career that they love, and they do that forever. But I think for most people, they uh, they transition out of it. They do something different, whether it's a different company, different role within the same company, or an entirely different industry. They end up, you know, they end up finding it all works out. And that's, I think, what students don't buy is the all, it all works out. Don't worry. It all works out. Just keep mm -hmm. focused and it'll all work out. Well, you know, yeah, people want this to be a linear process mm -hmm. because there's sort of throughout, throughout school, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, when you, well I'm going to be something when I grow up. And then, but there's, it doesn't say, what do you want to start when you, when you get out of college? Mm -hmm. What do you want to start to do when you're out of high school? That's the that would be the better question. But what we oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right. And and so there's there what's inherent in that statement or question is that you're going to be something. Period, and that's do that you're going to be that for the rest of your adult life. Well, that's just crazy. There's very few people that are going to. No one's going to take. I should say no one. Very few people are going to do an entry level job out of high school and stay there for forty years. Right? No, it's can't. You can, I suppose, but or they're not going to 
climb that ladder straight up. Right. And I think that's what they... The people that's think. the linear side that right. you talked about. And I think that there is... There is a linear side to this. But it's shorter. Mm-hmm. It's not a linear 40-year path. It's a linear three to five years. And then you see what's out there. You you, you discover other options within either within your industry or outside of the industry that you start in. Mm-hmm. So there is a linear, when you're talking with students, when I'm talking with students, there is a, you got to have a goal. You gotta, it's got to be short term, but you've got to believe that it's going to change and you can't see that future. Mm-hmm. But the linear part is, is, you know, probably three to five years. And you think students, they, they buy what you're selling, you know, like, cause it, and not that it's, uh, it's not proven or that it's not true. I, I, 100% believe it to be true and see those examples everywhere but what I see in students that have never gone through the process before is that they might struggle to kind of believe that that's the way it happens you know and I, I think part of that is because uh, particularly people that are you know currently college age a lot of times their parents were in that time where it was linear you get that job mm-hmm. and then it's the gold watch and you know mm-hmm. the retirement party and that's that's kind of the 30 year you know 40 year career in one company and so not that they're being told maybe and maybe they are that that's the way that that's what they need to expect but that's just what they grew up that's the environment that they grew up in and that's totally not the environment today i, I think i find some students are relieved mm-hmm. when i tell them that because there's so much pressure to say i'm going to be this when i graduate but there's still a ton of students who are kind of going, I don't know, really know what it is I want to do. And I say, don't worry about it. You know, we all make the best decisions that we, we can at the time with the best information that we have. That's all you can do. Yeah. You never have all the information. You never have the puzzle. You got. I always tell students, you're, you're, this is a puzzle, and you don't have all the pieces. And they, you're never going to have all the pieces. But they want all the pieces. They want all the pieces. Yeah. We all do. Yeah. I want all the pieces, but we're not going to get all the pieces. Right. But you take the pieces that you have, and you say, knowing what I know now, knowing what this, the good at getting quality information, not your, not career information from television, you know, where, where you know, the... Mm-hmm. Oh, everyone should be a CSI. Should be CSI, you know, because there's there's ten CSI shows, so there must be lots of CSI jobs, and they right. all they all look nice people, and they're very clean, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, don't get your information from get quality information. Get go to quality sites, and then I think for a lot of people, they need career coaching. They need they need to see somebody. They really should see someone who's got a perspective like you and I do have of this career development process. You make the best decision that you can at the time with the information that you have. Mm-hmm. And I think students are often relieved just to go, all right, well, for five years, three to five years, I'm going to do this. And I say, pay attention. Look around. Go have lunch with people. Go up, even for internships, you know, when students have internships. We talked about happenstance. You know, yeah, you're exploring that internship job, that niche. I said, but make, make it purposeful. Make it intentional that you are going to discover something in your internship this summer. Go in there and go have coffee with somebody. Look around and see who else is out here. What are the skill sets that people are using? What's the kind of person that gravitates to this other job? Because it doesn't matter what industry you're in. 
There's different people in all these different in these industries. People need to be doing internships, and they got to be out there. They got to get closer to the world of work. They got to get out there and go. That's not it. Or hmm. I think this industry, is it non-profit, is it for-profit, is it private, is it public, is it government? You know, I mean, you got to narrow this down. Mm-hmm. And, and most people know what they don't want to do. Right. So if you know what you don't want to do, then you kind of know what you do want to do. Right. You can back yourself into it. Okay, so how can happenstance work for you? As mentioned in the interview, you can't go in with a specific intention of what you plan to get out of it. So you really are just looking for the scenarios where different doors present themselves. For this reason, networking is a very good generator of happenstance. It is hard to know who the right people are, but by knowing people, you can more easily get connected to the right people. A networking contact may refer you to a colleague, urge you to explore a new career path, or help you discover a job function that you had never thought of before. This is happenstance, the circumstances of being in the right room with what will end up being the right person. It's a game of serendipity. You can't know a networking event or a gallery opening or a film premiere will get you into a conversation about a new career path, but it might. And by attending events like that, you're opening yourself up to the possibility of those conversations or those connections. So here are some things that you can do. One. Take jobs, freelance positions, internships, other part-time creative work, clubs, uh, volunteering, you know, any sort of opportunity to put yourself to work is a great way to grow your network, showcase your skills, and make you more discoverable. Quality work done for one client may turn into three new client referrals. An internship in one functional area may reveal your natural skill area for another. A bad experience can help you weed out and avoid potentially bad career paths. Another thing, ask questions, be curious, ask for advice, learn about different industries. For creative work, timing can be everything. So by being active, whether by being inquisitive or offering creative input, seeking critique on creative ideas and so forth, you are more likely to be in the right place at the right time, as opposed to being in the right place but never knowing when the right time is. Timing is a key thing to consider. Where are you in your career development? Without taking the first steps to organize your skills, continue improving and understanding where your skills can be applied for work, you'll find you are missing the right timing for opportunities. Things can pop up at any moment, but if you aren't prepared to take advantage of that moment, then it'll be the right place, but the wrong time. So happenstance is most useful after you do some self-searching and really understand what you can do. You'll also want to have a portfolio, resume, and other items ready to be shared for quick reaction to new introductions or connections. You'll want to be able to talk about what you can do, how you do it, and share examples should it come up. Again, happenstance isn't a magic wand or a handout. It is just circumstance. Being able to take advantage of the circumstances comes down to your own professional preparation. However, happenstance can also affect your own professional preparation. By putting yourself out there to discover new things, It may affect how you brand yourself, what you choose to study, or where you decide to do internships. Happenstance isn't just about producing job leads. It could be planting seeds, giving you new inspiration, or showing a new perspective on something. This is always a tricky topic for me. I want to avoid sounding like your job search is not something to be structured or planned. It should be. Just be flexible and open to new possibilities. Think of it this way. 
When I hear a student grumbling about a lack of opportunities that they can't find internships, they can't find job leads, and then I find out that they're not attending networking events, they're ignoring opportunities to volunteer, take freelance jobs, or other activities to get them out there, it is no wonder the job search feels stalled. Nothing is happening because they don't happen to be doing anything. If you keep yourself in motion, you'll find you always have options. You'll always see more to explore. Beyond happenstance are the things you have absolutely no control over. These are the universal signs and coincidences that may be equally motivating to you in your decision making. While there are usually scientific explanations for these phenomenon, I can't as a career advisor say you should ignore them. They've happened to me. So here's a quick story. A couple years back when my wife and I were living in Maine, actually around the time when my interview with Jim Peacock was recorded, we felt as though we were at a crossroads in our careers. Having ties to Columbus, we always had an inkling to come back, but was it the right time? Is it a wise career move? We had good positions in Maine. We were on boards for different organizations. We had contacts. We had a pretty solid professional presence there. But Columbus felt like it was calling, and we didn't know what to do. So over the summer, we were on a trip to Iceland and were way, way out off the beaten path. We had somehow navigated our compact rental car onto a remote peninsula in the northeast corner of the country, just above the Arctic Circle Line. At the end of the road was a flowing meadow, a small cemetery, and a tiny church. We were the only ones there. An inlet to the ocean was lined with steep green hills. It was very magical. It was very remote. We spent our time in this area in silence. We laid in the grass. We walked around. We stared out to sea. It was meditative. It was kind of spiritual. Unintentionally, we were both processing the same thoughts about our future and the right moves, letting our own center speak to us. I can't think of another time in my life when I've been in that state of mind. And it isn't like this is life or death. This is just, you know, careers. Should we move to Columbus or not? But it was on our minds. On the ride back, after still being in silence for a while, we spoke. We discovered we were both thinking about the same things, wondering what to do. My wife, Emily, revealed she was told we'd see a sign that will point us in the right direction. And not too long after that, we saw the first car we'd seen in hours. An SUV turned onto our road. When we caught up to it, the luggage rack on the top of the vehicle was a brand I'd never seen before, and in big letters it said, Columbus. A few months later, we had each found and accepted new positions in Columbus. Now, that isn't exactly happenstance. And it also doesn't mean that had the luggage rack been of the Toledo brand that I'd be talking to you from Toledo. It simply means that in a time when we were looking for the right directions, we knew in our hearts what we wanted to do. We were then primed to see the signs that supported that. The same thing will happen to you. When you put yourself out there, you are really priming yourself to discover the things you never really realized you always wanted to do. And that is our show for today. Thanks for listening. Jim Peacock is a career practitioner and a good friend of mine. He has a great life coach philosophy and I enjoy talking with him. That 10 minute interview you heard was edited down from about an hour. So I urge you to check out more of Jim's thoughts on his website at peak-careers.com. That's www.peak-careers.com. Take care, everyone. Our theme song is Jimmy H. Boogaloo by the Juanitos. Creative Commons license from the Free Music Archive.